podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? I'm good. Um, hope all of our friends and mothers had a nice Thanksgiving, however they celebrated. The holiday season is upon us. <laughs> That's a lie from one of tonight's episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, hope everyone's enjoying their moist makers. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying their leftovers. We last week we talked about how a uh, local San Fernando Valley Irish pub, Ireland Thirty Two, had a sandwich called the Moist Maker, yeah. and we talked shit about our old hangout, Pineapple Hill, and then Pineapple Hill goes and introduces a Moist Maker. Yeah, it's the battle of the Moist Makers here. But yeah, sorry, Valley, Pineapple Valley Hill, Pops. you are not going to work your way back into our good graces by a simple Moist Maker. Yeah, you should probably stop being so fucking MAGA. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, this is not a podcast about uh, yeah about sitcom related seasonal sandwiches and uh, our beef with uh, speaking of beef there'll be yeah. more of that in this episode yeah. of friends our beef with uh, a local pub no this is an episode this is a, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother we watch an episode of each in concurrence and then we recap and we have all sorts of segments we compare we contrast all sorts of things like that uh, so we are on s- season six. Episode 9 of both shows. Season 6, episode 9 of Friends is called The One Where Ross Got High. And season 6, episode 9 of How I Met Your Mother is called Glitter. But we're going to put a pin in Glitter. A pin in Nicole Scherzinger <laughs> for a moment. And we're going to start with season 6, episode 9 of Friends. The One Where Ross Got High. Uh, I spent so long, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a good job and have all of our correspondence ready to go for when we get there because i don't i don't like fumbling around looking for it on the podcast yeah. and then of course i forgot to bring up my actual show notes yeah, yeah. so okay so um i'm stoked that it's a thanksgiving episode even though it's yes. maybe a week late but still it's yes. still thanksgiving week for us when we're recording this at least yes. um the gellers are coming over to monica and chandler's uh and monica reveals that they don't know that monica and chandler are dating much less living together and monica then reveals they don't like chandler um and she guesses at a bunch of reasons why (laughs) that like hurt his feelings uh so chandler goes across the hall where joey and ross are playing video games and then joey guesses at some or ross maybe guesses at some reasons that they don't like him and it hurts his his feelings and then uh janine comes home and uh ross um i'm generally not uh I don't like Ross, Mm -hmm. generally, but he, I think, this is going to make me sound like an old curmudgeon, quite correctly, is immediately ashamed of being caught playing video games. Right. (laughs) Because I'm an old man, and it is still weird to me. I know that, like, everyone plays video games now. Yeah. But when, like, full adults are, like, talking about video games, it still seems so weird to me. They weren't talking about video games. They were just playing. No, I'm saying in real life. Oh. In real life. I still have, I know it makes, it's like... I'm a millennial. I'm not Gen X, not Gen Z, but the most boomer thing about me is that when a when grown-ups talk about video games, I feel a little bit embarrassed for them. Yeah, I don't I know that I'm in the wrong though. You're in the wrong. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with playing video games, being a gamer, being into video games. Just like some people are like, how do you sit and watch movies all day? That's pathetic, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we all have our own things. Um that light is flashing on the soundboard. Um, this one right here. Does that mean anything? Yeah, it just means I'm probably being too loud. Oh, okay. Um, sorry about that. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think they were both a little bit embarrassed. Yeah, um, but but Ross is like, no, Joey, I don't want to play video games. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, which is very similar to, didn't that what Ross did to Rachel on the plane? Like, no, I will not make out with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Janine's there, and she invites them to her Friendsgiving with all of her dancer friends. Yeah. They don't know how to cook. They're just going to get drunk. Yeah. Um, so obviously they, they want to go get drunk with a bunch of lady dancers. Um, across the hall, Rachel's making trifle for dessert. Um, Monica believes in her and is not making a backup dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey and Joey and Ross are trying to get out of dinner, which my thought was like, you don't have to go. Like, I guess Ross has to because his parents are there. But well, like, if they said they were going to be there, they've made enough meals for everyone and set a table you know for them. You make a good point. That's rude. Good point. It's like. You make a good point. You have to show up to a wedding you RSVP to. Yeah, that's true. All right. You made a good point. You convinced me. Um, so Chandler tries to put the charm on the Gellers to uh, make them like him, and he keeps fucking it up. Yeah. Pointing out. Dandruff. Dandruff and. A lovely blouse. Tight. Have I complimented your wife on her lovely melon breasts? Oh. <laughs> that's not from this episode. I know people aren't like watching along, so yeah. people might think that Chandler accidentally said lovely melon breasts. No, but that's, savvy listeners that's will Eugene. know yeah. we're quoting from one of our favorite movies, Best in Show. Yeah. Um, uh, Phoebe, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Confides in... Rachel, that she had a kind of sexy dream about Mr. Geller. Mm-hmm. Not an actual sex dream, but a dream where he was like like, like a, stud a big hunk who yeah. rescued her from a fire. Yeah. Um, uh, we find out that Rachel's trifle has beef and onions and peas in it and like savory spices. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Ross figures out, but doesn't tell her yet, figures out that she got the pages of the cookbook stuck together and made half a trifle and half what he says is a shepherd's pie i'm yeah. gonna be pedantic like i'm gonna be a mansplainer here and shepherd's say pie is lamb. shepherd's pie is lamb a cottage pie is beef um anyway uh the gellers think that the reason chandler is acting weird is not to impress them but because he's stoned and so ross pulls him aside and says like here's why they don't like you when i was home for spring break sophomore year of college i was smoking weed uh, in my bedroom, and they came in and smelled it, and I said that you were here, and you got so stoned that you jumped out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so this they think like, Chandler's a bad influence. Yeah. From this is some like reefer madness shit. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that literally? Doesn't that's, someone jump out the window? I never happens. watched reefer madness. Yeah, a, a girl does. A young girl gets yeah. high and jumps out of the window. Um. Blah blah blah. Which is not the only. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Is that going to be a similarity? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say not the only film reference because, like, in the first scene, uh, Monica says to Chandler, "Guess who's coming to dinner?" And then <laughs> he says, "Yeah, good one, Chandler." Um, let's see. Now I've lost my my place. Right. Um, so Ross fesses up to Chandler, and then Monica says, "You said what?" And then Ross is like very much regressing that he like yeah. he doesn't want it even as like someone. a yeah. yeah as a grown man he doesn't want to confess to his parents that he so he was like so who should i say tricked me into doing all these things yeah. yeah um so joey's trying to hurry rachel up without telling her about the dessert um ross and joey decide to tell 
everyone about the dessert except for Rachel. Yeah. So they can all play along to not hurt Rachel's feelings. Yeah. And Ross takes Rachel out in the hall. Um, and Rachel thinks he wants to get back together. And he's like, he doesn't. But he's like, ah, darn, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, Joey is using his acting prowess to teach people how to pretend to like food. Yeah. Um, and we find out that Chandler was paying for Joey's acting lessons. Yeah. Uh, so um, Phoebe gets out of it because it has beef in it and she's yeah. a vegetarian. Yeah. So Monica tries tries it first and after mocking Joey's <laughs> schemes Tactics, to yeah. he does the exact she does the exact same thing and then everybody finds a way to f- to like get out of eating it to like leave. Yes. Like I'm going to go eat it in the bathroom. I'm going to eat it in the balcony. I'm going to eat it in Monica's bedroom. Yeah. Blah, blah blah. Um meanwhile Phoebe had another dream that Mr. Geller was rude to her or something and mm-hmm. then Jacques Cousteau came to her mm-hmm. rescue mm-hmm. so now she's got it for Jacques Cousteau uh Joey meanwhile likes the dessert well yeah um so uh Chandler or Ross still won't tell the Gellers about the truth about getting high so Monica shouts it out and that leads to a one-upmanship of them sharing each other's yeah. secrets and, yeah. and then Ross of course reveals that Monica and Chandler are living together and are a hot and heavy item uh, well, I guess we we know they're not hot and heavy anymore because uh, there was one episode where um, Monica was self conscious about how like Rachel's new relationship was hot and heavy, yeah, and she was trying to be right. steamy with Chandler. That's right. Um, anyway, uh, there's that unfortunate joke about younger Monica's weight about mm-hmm. bre- breaking a porch swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she blamed it on Hurricane Gloria, which I looked up, uh, hit the Atlantic coast in 1985. Okay. Um, then uh, Christine Pickles, right? That's mm-hmm. her name? Mm-hmm. I, I, what's, what's his girl? Judy. Judy. Jack and Judy. Judy Geller has, I mean, I have always loved her, but this is the crowning moment of yes. her. Yes. Uh, guest star like recurring yes. guest star role when she stands up and it because like everyone starts shouting out their secrets yes. like you know yeah. um, uh, Rachel about the mistake with the trifle and, and Joey about wanting to go to the other anyway, everyone does and uh, Judy Geller stands up and addresses everyone's secrets one one by one yes. it's awesome it's yes. a great moment it's very funny yes. um, and then they the Gellers like now love Chandler because yes. he's like dealt with Ross during his drug problem yeah. and now is putting up with Monica, yeah. which is so mean or whatever. Yeah. But, um, and, uh, that's kind of the end of the episode. Except we get a tag at the end where we realize all of the hidden trifles, uh, all got eaten by Joey yeah. <laughs> except for Chandler's, which went on down onto the sidewalk. <laughs> well, yeah. And he said a bird got it, but it looked really satisfied. <laughs> So uh, that's the episode. That's uh, another great Thanksgiving episode in the books for friends. Oh, yeah. They're, that, this is clearly their... Their strong suit. Yeah. This is where they're in the in the um, groove. Do you have any other stray observations? Just, just an observation about uh, Rachel. So Monica, you know, trusting Rachel with the only dessert. It doesn't seem like Monica would do that. Like she would have some pies backed up or she would maybe try to help. Once she smells the beef and peas and onions cooking, certainly she would say, I thought you were making dessert or what are you making? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I definitely with the like, she should have caught it earlier. I thought, I figured it made sense for where Monica and Rachel are now in their friendship that Monica like misses Rachel and like 
um, knows they had a big fight and stuff about when when she moved out and is probably like this will be a nice gesture to Rachel to not like of course distrust but she would have like she said, would have like, smelled hey, <laughs> like are you making like, another dish too yeah yeah is there why is there cumin in your shepherd's pie or in your trifle yeah I don't know if cumin goes in a cottage pie um I've never made a cottage pie or a beef Wellington or anything that's like has a pastry element mm-hmm. and is like uh, I'm I'm mostly scared by pastry. It's tough. Yeah. That's the hardest part of pies is like making the crust. The I know. The crust. one time I made a pie, um I made my own graham cracker crust because those are that's, actually kinda easy that's to easy. do. Yeah. You don't have to laminate the <laughs> yeah, dough. Those you are easy don't to have do. to roll anything. Uh, but it's it's like a it's like a cheat. Like it's not only is graham cracker crust like easier, it's also like, oh it's a fun treat. It's a graham cracker crust. That's fun. It is fun. Um but I did once in the air fryer make us like um I guess egg rolls kind of. They weren't egg rolls. Spring rolls, but they weren't the Yeah. Paper whatever. Yeah. Um But it was supposed to be with wontons and it was this was like height of COVID and the like Instacart or whatever I was using I couldn't find wonton wrappers, so I made them with puff pastry. Yeah. But they were good. They were greasy. They were good and greasy, and they took way longer than I thought they would, because I remember you were, like, starving. They were really Because I was cute. like, I'm making lunch today. And yeah, then, it was, like, like, 4 o'clock. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. They took me way longer than I thought they would. But it was fun. Um, all right. So, uh, let's move on to Funniest Moments, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> Mr. Geller, this is when he still hates Chandler. He makes a, he's like, tastes Monica's food, and he's like, you should do this for a living. And Chandler laughs, and then Mr. Geller mm. thinks he's making fun of her, like, his dandruff again. But then Monica <laughs> says, Chandler was just laughing at your joke. And Jack says, my joke wasn't funny. <laughs> but then in that same scene, he says, "There's no yes, I have dandruff. There's no need to laugh and point. <laughs> like, just how off Chandler is. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was funny, but it was kind of, like, gross when... Um, uh, when Ross discovers that the the pages are stuck, or no, when Joey discovers that the pages are stuck together, and uh, Joey says Chandler because like, he's like clearly like this has happened before with like porn magazines. Yeah, like this is a common thing in their apartment that but, like, pages would get stuck the together. The idea that like Chandler's jacking it to the recipe book. <laughs> Maybe there's like a pretty lady holding up the trifle Maybe, in the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this is such a dumb joke, but David Schwimmer just really knocks it out of the park when um, they want first they want him to come clean about the pot, and then like they want him to come clean about Rachel's dessert, and he says, "What is it with everybody? It's Thanksgiving, not Truth, Truth Day." Day. <laughs> yes, I had that as well. Um, when everyone's like trying to uh, like try the trifle. Um, Monica has to go first Uh and Rachel's like oh you dropped a pee and then Monica slowly like puts a little pee back on her fork and then she does the "Mm." yeah rubs her belly yeah Yeah. which like reminds me of um, Joey's audition for the soup how he kept going "Mm, Mm, noodle soup soup. it's just (laughs) soup Mm, chicken noodle soup um uh, I already mentioned this, but yeah, when Ross is like 
stalling for time in the hallway while Joey tells everyone what the the trifle. Yeah. He's like, it's Thanksgiving. The holiday season is upon us. Yeah. <laughs> um, just such a classic delivery of custard, good, jam, good, meat, good. <laughs> Wait, that's Joey? When Joey's like enjoying yeah. the trifle. Yeah. Um, well, Christine Pickles, sorry, Judy Geller feels the opposite about it when she's like addressing everyone's secret yeah. she says no rachel there was not supposed to be beef in the trifle it did not taste good it did not taste good <laughs> phoebe i'm sorry about jack Cousteau. i think he's dead <laughs> joey you can go ahead and leave you don't have to be here uh, i only have one more i have one more okay well. go ahead um when Fe- so phoebe has the jack Cousteau dream and uh the shine is off uh, Jack Geller a little bit, uh-huh. but not completely because she's still a woman after yeah. all. <laughs> um, but do you think, like, do you think Elliot Gould is attractive? Well, he on, used to be. But he used to be. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. But by the 90s, he's too much of a dad, I guess. Such a dad. And also, like, when <laughs> she's like, just look at him drinking condensed milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's drinking a little tiny... <laughs> Those aren't yeah. to drink, right? I don't know. I've never had that. They're like for recipes. I like would you assume put so. Put them in things. You don't just like chug them from the little can. <laughs> it's like concentrated milk, condensed milk. Okay. So imagine like a gallon of milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, my last one is once they suddenly love Chandler and they're like, like. Like, Ross and Monica, I don't know how you could keep these secrets from us. And Chandler's like, I'll talk to them. Yeah. Um, I actually did have one more. Okay. Um, when I think it, Chandler says to Ross, oh, you got three women to marry you, I'll never know. <laughs> oh, because he wants Janine to tell her friends that because oh. he grew up with a sister, yeah, he's he good. understands women. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um... All right, should we move on to Friends But Make It Fashion? Yeah. Um, I only had one, really, but I loved Phoebe's scarf. Okay. That it was, like, color-blocked scarf, you okay. know? It was, instead of stripes, it wasn't stripes. It was, like, big rectangles of different colors the whole way. Okay. Uh, I loved it. Well, I loved all the autumnal colors. All the ladies had, like, shades of orange, and I like that. Okay. What's under the umbrella? Well, let's uh, go to props real quick. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. In the cupboard, we had some soy nuts, and I used to eat those all the time, and I had forgotten about them. I remember those. Um, they're like dried, crunchy soybeans. Sounds good. Mazel um, to the Magna, we had some astronauts. Um, I forgot. We only saw the Magna for a, yeah. a brief scene yeah, with Janine. Yeah, in the video games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's go under the umbrella. You start. Um, I don't even have anything other than, like, you know. Recurring guest stars, you okay. know, Janine and So Gillis. Chandler being like sarcastic, aloof, and quippy and annoying people. Mm-hmm. Um, the Gellers, of course. Um, some fat phobia with the porch swing. Uh, yeah. Objectifying women, being creepy. Like Joey turns up the heat to 100. So Janine will walk around naked, I guess. Yeah. Instead of confused. just like she's a smart woman, she would just turn down the heat. Yeah, I was also confused by that because, like, the idea was they were going to... Jean wasn't hosting a Friendsgiving at their house. Right. I think it's just a strategy, like, as she's getting ready or whatever. I see. But 
Yeah, I guess that's like not good continuity because I I felt like the Joey got that Ginny was like off limits as a favor. <laughs> as to a me. favor to well, me. <laughs> you might want to consider the well, alternative. Wait, what? Just saying. I don't know what you're saying. saying. All right. I'm very confused right now. All right. Um, uh, We already talked about mm, soup. Uh, That's it. Okay. Um, Well, that's it then. Should we take a quick break? Yeah. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Okay, we're back from our quick break. We are ready to jump into How I Met Your Mother, Season 6, Episode 9, Glitter. Natalie, take it away. Okay, so... Uh, Lily is annoying everyone with her baby fever. She's talking about cervical mucus. She's talking about, she wants to watch videos of water births. So she's annoying Robin and kind of everyone for that matter. Um, it's only annoying me. Yeah. Um, the gang's at McLaren's and, uh, Barney is wearing a, uh, a boutonniere, like a rose mm-hmm. on his lapel. And he was saying like, 80% of the time that you're wearing a lapel, you get laid. But it just so happens to be at, like, funerals or weddings. Or proms. Or proms. So he is wanting to do the uh, everyday boutonniere. Uh, and Robin says something like, oh, well, suits are boring, so I guess why not add something? And he yeah. gets offended, and he's like, okay, just for that, I'm, I'm bringing out Robin Sparkles 3. So he has a disc. He He's located. Um, then they're all at the apartment about to watch it. Um, and it seems like a porn, like from the beginning, like the music and like the soft focus. Um, and then, uh, Barney's about to slap Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't. Um, because the, and the initial yes. bet was that she yeah. used to do porn. Yeah. So, um. They are introduced to Jessica Glitter, played by Nicole Scherzinger, as you mentioned. Yeah, from the Pussycat Dolls. Pussycat Dolls fame and um, Funny Girl, right? Isn't she Funny Girl? Oh, is she like on Broadway? On Broadway? I don't yeah. know. I'm I'm a Broadway dummy. Um, I was only going to point out because here she's playing a Canadian, obviously, and she's doing the Canadian accent. Yeah. But unlike uh, Colby Smulders, Nicole Scherzinger is not at all Canadian. She is actually Hawaiian, Hawaiian yes. and she voiced. The role of Moana's mother in Moana, and uh, um, Disney also did a dub of the movie in native Hawaiian language, and she played the same role because she is uh, fluent in her native homeland's tongue. Um, okay, she's also the host or panelist on The Masked Singer, which we don't watch. But now I'm 
second guessing myself about like Broadway. Oh, Sunset Boulevard. Okay, so she's Norma Desmond in Sunset really? Boulevard. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Yes. I liked her in this episode. I don't like other than this I, in Moana. I don't really know her as an actress, and yeah. I certainly was not a Pussycat Dolls fan. No, uh, but I thought she did a good job in this episode. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's the guitarist, um, and they're kind of like a, a teen duo, and they have um, a show like a. <laughs> it's supposedly a child show, but it's it's very uh, porny. I mean, so they just... solve they solve um, like mysteries yeah. by using like mathematical formulas. Yeah. It reminded me of do you follow Christian nightmares on Instagram? No. Um a lot of like Christians are so far removed from anything that is like sexual that they have they don't understand how they Very sound. Very little self-awareness. Yeah, of so like, these signs are about like Jesus wants to come inside you yeah. and stuff like that. So there's a lot on like the it, Worcester, like my new worst yes. friend. Yeah, yeah, John Worcester's Instagram. So it kind of reminded me of that of yeah. like I think the joke is that the Canadians are like so dumb that they don't get that it's porny. <laughs> right. I mean, there's like they talk about beavers and joysticks and like some of the, uh, yeah, like like they're they're dancing, they're singing is all very. It's a pornocopia. Yeah, yeah. As uh, they described it, big bowl of porn flakes is what uh, big bowl Barney of porn says. Flakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's an obscene kids show, and Robin is just like shocked by this because she's like, "This is a kids show." Yeah. Um, we discover that Robin and Jessica are no longer friends, and then Ted is like, "I'm going to solve this with math." Oh no, Marshall says he's going to solve it. No, it's Ted. Ted says yeah. he's going to solve it with math. Marshall ends up solving it, kind of with math. <laughs> um, and Robin said that, or no, they they thought that Glitter got pregnant. And then Robin dumped her because Robin notoriously hates children. Yes. And then, of course, Lily is uh, worried about that and is upset about it because um, Robin is already starting to kind of like distance herself a little bit. And mm-hmm. so the gang is like, we're still friends with like people from high school. Why wouldn't you be? And then Ted's like, yeah, like, for example, my friend Punchy from Cleveland. <laughs> and he calls yeah. Punchy. Yeah. And it's a quick conversation, and he says, like, whenever you're in New York, look me up or yeah. something, and then they say bye. And that's the relationship with Punchy. Yeah. So we all believe. Um, so, yeah, they're all making fun of Punchy. Lily worries that Robin's going to dump her, so she has to stop the baby talk. Robin finally confronts Lily, and then Lily ends up breaking up with Robin. Um, and then... Lily and Marshall are at their house and she's sad and Marshall's trying to fix it. And he's like, I don't want to like comfort you because I do think you need to stop the baby. You're, you know, you're annoying a lot of people with this Mm -hmm. baby stuff. Um, uh, Not a great couple. These two. Not a great couple. (laughs) He does end up comforting her because she's so cute when she cries, which. um, Gross. Punchy comes to visit. And he loves Times Square. Times Square is the bomb. And he buys all the things and the T-shirts. He's like Joey in, in London. He's exactly like Joey in London, yes. Um, um, Barney. Okay. Okay. This was like the best when Barney goes. I don't know. What is he talking about when he's. He's talking about getting rid of Punchy. Send, send okay, Punchy send, back home. Send Punchy back. And his way of doing that is 
quoting all of the eliminated phrases from uh, reality, competition, reality shows. competition shows. So, Which would have been at their height in 2010. Yes. You, know? you have been chopped. You have been eliminated from the Amazing Race. Hafid Hussain. Some uh, of the ones that I You are the weakest link. Yeah. Uh, Sashay away. The tribe has spoken. The tribe has spoken. What else? Um, something about a rose. I don't know what they say on Bachelor, but yes. like, you did not receive a rose or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. You did not receive a rose. Yeah. Um, so, so that was many. great. There's, There's so than, many. And you know, of course he does. You're fired. You're fired. Which, yeah. But my, the funniest was you have been eliminated. Because he does fills you have been. Yeah. You have perfect. been eliminated from the race. Yeah. Um, you can get a spa with a massage. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Where was I? Um, okay, so uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Marshall takes Lily to Madison, Madison Square Gardens, and he found out that Glitter is the organist for the New York Rangers. So while she's doing the organ for the game, they have yeah. like a conversation. And Jessica Glitter says, like, no, um, Robin didn't dump me. I dumped her because I had a baby and I needed to focus on other things. And, you know, <laughs> our friendship was based on just like teenage stuff, but I needed to move on. Um, I stopped being friends with her. Um, so it's time for Punchy to go back to Cleveland. He was there because he thought that Ted sounded depressed <laughs> on well, the because, phone. I mean, it was, I thought it was like great that it's like, it's 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 very much like highlights the the distinct difference between like people who move away to the big city and people yes. who stay in the suburbs. Like yes. Ted thinks Punchy's life is sad, yes. and Punchy, Punchy thinks Ted's yeah. life is sad so, because he doesn't have a yard. Yeah, and, he, and Punchy's in bed with his wife. Yeah, and his wife was very supportive of him going to see his depressed friend in yeah. New York. Yeah, like he doesn't have what we have. Um. So yeah, that's that's a good friend, I guess. Um, yeah, Punchy's great. And then Lily wants to apologize to Robin. Where is she going to find her? Nowhere else but the hoser hut. Um, Wait, the the hoser hut. The hoser hut. The hoser hut is where the guy who's right. saying, take me to church, lives. Right, right, <laughs> of course. Um, and then Robin says, I hate most babies, but I won't hate yours because it'll be yours. And they both apologize. Um, then the gang shows up at... The hoser hut. Um, and then there's uh, a bunch of just funny Canadian, like Queen Victoria's there. There's a bear there. Um, <laughs> Alan Thick is there. And then um, Jessica Glitter is like on stage and they're singing yeah. the um, two, two beavers are better than one. Yeah. Robin goes up and they do it together. Um, it's all very fun. Now my take, because you, you said it in reverse order. First they sing... Okay. And then it's the and tag then, at the end when we see all the Canadian stuff. Okay, I'll, yes. My take is that that's not, like, real. That's just for us. That's just for our Like, I don't pleasure. think Alan Thicke and the robot, like, actually, actually show up. up. Yeah. But I liked it. Um, I have multiple observations. Okay, go ahead. Um, we talked about Nicole Scherzinger, the um, official organist, the house resident organist at Madison Square Garden. His name Ray Castoldi, and he's been doing it for almost 35 years, so uh, no... Disrespect to Jessica Glitter, but put some respect on Ray Castoldi's name. Okay. Um, I've often wondered, or not even often, but I think something that occurred to me last time they went to the Hoser Hut, when there was the whole Hoser Hut episode, mm -hmm. and then you and I went to 
Ontario bar in Brooklyn. Yes. Um, but I've since learned there is another Canadian bar in Manhattan that I'm now forgetting the name of. Like it's called like the Maple Leaf or something. Okay. But um, we went to Ontario bar, the Canadian bar in Brooklyn. Anyway, but I remember that first episode. I remember thinking, and I and I didn't think to bring it up. Is like, wouldn't Robin be recognized at the Hoser Hut? And I think this episode reveals that yes, she is. But Canadians are too polite to make a big deal out of it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I think it is. Yeah. Until they get up on stage. Like everyone, I think every time Robin goes to the Hoser Hut, people are like, you know, Robin Sparkle's over there. Yeah. But they're like too polite to say anything. Yeah. And I love that everyone knows the song and are singing along yes. to yes. Uh, Two Beavers Are Better Than One. We'll lick it side by side. <laughs> oh, yeah. But get an ice cream cone and lick it side by side. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a guy, um, I thought this was a nice touch, there was a guy in the front row at the Hoser Hut when they were singing wearing a Hockey Fights Cancer shirt, which is an actual uh, cancer charity uh, established by the NHL. Um, and then one I just wrote down now is that, like, because I think you and I have talked about it before, like, if if I were to say, if I were to say that, like, a, a male friend and I broke up, it would be tongue-in-cheek. I wouldn't really be saying that. Mm-hmm. But, like, not to be all, like, 80s comedian Jeff Fox or whatever, like, men are like this and women are like this. But I do get the impression that female friendships are closer than male friendships and the end of a female friendship is a lot it's, more similar to a breakup. Yes, and I've told you about the devastating loss of my, like, college best friend and how it was, like, a breakup and yeah. we lived together and we were, like... I could only speak for my own and what I've seen, but like female relationships are very intense and Mm -hmm. you tell each other everything and you see the most vulnerable, you know, places that relationships can go to. Whereas like your relationships with your friends are not necessarily as deep and vulnerable. And um, that's what I have you for. All of that is on you. That's healthy, right? Yeah. Multiple therapists have told me that it's not. Still working on it. Um, uh, should we move on to funniest moments? Uh, yes. We, I mean, the funniest one was was Barney's um, elimination. Yeah, I have it here, especially the Phil uh, Phil Keegan impression. You have been eliminated from the race because yeah. you and I are diehard Amazing Race fans. Yes. I mean, I don't think I feel like right now. Tell me if you're correct. We haven't we haven't actually talked about that this when we're done with the one where i met your mother we're probably not going to jump back in another podcast right away right yeah we've yeah. talked about maybe like what are we going to do next but i think i feel like we're going to like take a break take a little breather but we have talked about doing like a classic amazing race like episode recap like going back to the beginning and doing like uh a cl- yeah a recap of classic yeah. amazing race and seasons the title but don't yeah, don't say it i don't oh. want people to steal it because okay. we love our title okay yeah it's really good. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so funniest moments. What do you got? Okay. Um, uh, okay. Um, the So, Punchy is, like, annoying and gross, and he, like, has this, like, prank where he's like, I found a wounded bird, and it's, like, his scrotum. And the, yeah. the boys are like, that's disgusting. Um, but when we see him in the scene with his wife, he's like... Yeah, I'm going to show him my uh, wounded bird trick. And the wife's like, it worked on me. Well, she suggested. Oh, yeah, you could show he, him your wounded bird trick. It and he's on like, me. you think that would work? And she goes, worked on me. Yeah, which is <laughs> disgusting. But I guess this is how people in Cleveland are. <laughs> yeah, this is some some Cleveland uh, 
um, slander. Yeah. Uh, okay. My first one, um, I thought it was funny when we see the beginning of Space Teens, the Chiron on the bottom says one million kilometers from Earth, spelled with an R-E-S at the end instead of E-R-S. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was just like a funny, like, Canadian specific thing. But it also occurred to me that, like, a Canadian audience watching this episode might not even get that that's supposed to be a joke. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was funny that did Space Team, they got like a cease and desist from Milky Way mathletes. <laughs> yeah. So they're not the only math focused team, team space. space. Yeah. Uh, mystery yeah. show. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, when Barney and Ted are watching, Lily and Marshall aren't there, Barney and Ted are watching some more of Space Teens with Robin, um, and she's like, this is not filthy. This is a, like, uh, kid-friendly, sweet show. And then immediately cuts to Robin Sparkle saying, Jessica, how's your beaver? And <laughs> Barney and Robin, or, yeah, uh, Ted and Robin, uh, no, Ted and Barney both spit take their beer. Yeah. And then she goes, busy as ever. <laughs> um, uh, you got all mine. Okay. There was one where um, Marshall is just tickled by the idea of like a clown car, 50 clowns coming out of a car. Yeah. Because I think Robin calls Barney a clown. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was funny. Um, I think that's it. Okay. For funniest. Um, Let's move on to how I met your mother, but make it fashion. Well, I love the fashion of space teens. I love glitter and sparkle. Glitters and yeah. sparkles. Their outfits. Uh, that's about it. Um, I am kind of into Barney's everyday boutonniere idea. Okay. okay. Um, because I, I'm not like a men's fashion history expert, but I know that it didn't used to be out like for special occasions, like having a having a boutonniere, having a little flower in your lapel used to be a more common thing. I say bring it back. It looks good. Right. Look, it looks great on on. Yeah. It's the best looking thing on his bad suit. I don't like Barney's. And suits. you're eighty percent likelier to get laid. Well, that's. I don't know if I would trust Barney's math on that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would be. Yeah. Because I look good. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, that's all I had for fashion. Uh, should we go under the umbrella? Yeah, I've got a bunch. I start on this one. Okay. You mentioned the slap bet callback. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. Uh, I liked that they brought back the robot, I guess. Um, I'm not, a little bit of spoilers here. I don't love that they keep going back to the Robin Sparkle as well, you know? Yeah. It feels it's six yeah. seasons in. It yeah. feels a little desperate. Yeah. But, uh, but I still, it reminded me, it did what it's supposed to do when they bring back the thing. It's like, remind me, remember when... We did that other funnier thing because, yeah. like in the original Robin Sparkle's music video about "Let's go to the mall," and the robot says, "And don't forget the robot." I love that. Yeah. So maybe think of that. It made me laugh. Yeah. Alan Thicke is there. Um, the Hoser Hut you mentioned comes mm-hmm. back. So Punchy, interestingly enough, this is the second episode for Punchy. Okay. Punchy's first episode was Sandcastles in the Sand, the second oh. Robin Sparkle's episode. Right. 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 Okay. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That he's been in two episodes. He he will be in more episodes without Robin Sparkles. Okay. But it's so crazy that not, he's yeah. been in two. I like but, that pattern. But it was a similar thing about old friends because Sandcastles in the Sand, which 
is a fine episode mostly, but prepare to cringe as you remember something you probably pushed out of your mind is the episode where Lily is hanging out with her old childhood friend who's black and Lily puts on a black scent for the entire episode. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's same castles in the sand. I did not like but that. But it was a similar thing where it's like Lily reconnecting with an old friend and Ted reconnecting with, with punchy. Um, but, uh, I like punchy. I like Chris, uh, it's not Romano. Is it, is it Romansky? Chris Romansky? The, the, uh, the actor. I don't know. He's very funny as punchy. Um, anyway, uh, that's it for Under the Umbrella. Do you have anything I missed? Um, no, Robin Hating Kids. Yeah, that's, come up. that's true. That's true. Um, also, like, Best Friend Issues. It's, uh, yeah, and all the Canadian stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, what do we have for similarities? Okay. Um, uh, the idea of getting high in college. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Ross gets high in college. Um, he, he ate some sandwiches in college. Right. There was kind of like alluding to uh, jacking off in both episodes. <laughs> um, objectifying women. Usually it's like Barney objectifying w- women, but Joey and Ross were definitely. Yeah. Uh, and Chandler was objectifying Mrs. Geller with her tight sweater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Being creepy with friends. Um like, um, Barney tries to get, like, Robin and Lily to, like, do some, like, sex act. Yeah. Um, that's been a theme with friends, too. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, Ted and Ross both being thought of as lonely by friends, so Rachel thinks that Ross is, like, sad and lonely. Oh, Punchy yeah. thinks Ted is sad and lonely. And then this one is a very funny one that it just occurred to me, but, um... When Ted is describing his friendship with Punchy, he's like, see, two peas, two peas in a pod. And then, of course, Monica's pea bite. Uh, yeah, peas in a trifle, peas in a pod. Yeah. Um, I'm writing that down. Oh, also, like, just like a great uh, oratory uh, by Judy Geller yeah. and then by Barney. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Just like uh, rattling yeah, off. Yeah, runners. Um, runners. Yeah. That's what you would, in stand-up comedy. That's what you would call Got that. A runner. Yeah. Um, what's that? My foot's asleep. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I'm glad you had some because I was like trying to think of like. Um, I mean, they referenced Hurricane Gloria and Robin Sparkles is kind of '80s, but really more '90s. I don't okay. know. I was trying to. Yeah. Yeah. You you did better than I did. Okay. Yeah. The uh, P one really. I'm really proud of that. Yeah. Uh, me too. Um, let's play favorites. Three, two, one. Friends. Friends. Yeah. yeah. This is a classic episode. I think Amazing. about it all the time. Um, I think about every time someone mentions like a trifle or references a trifle. Yeah. I think about beef and onions and peas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it. The, it's almost. A shame that an episode as strong as the one where Ross got high didn't have better competition from How I Met Your Mother. But this is a yeah. particularly weak How I Met Your Mother episode. And I feel like, I mean, I want to be, the whole point of this podcast is that I was the guy coming in from How I Met Your Mother. But like, as I've said before, when it initially aired, I stopped watching in season seven and then caught up when it ended so i think we are maybe starting to get to where um where i was starting to get 
tired of the show. And yeah. definitely going back to the Robin Sparkles well again is not the best look. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um but uh I still think there are good how many other episodes to come, but they might be a little bit less frequent and it is uh really telling about the quality of friends that it is this strong, you know, halfway almost halfway through its sixth season. I mean yeah. that's that's just and the one where I got high is like probably going in my top five, maybe top ten, maybe probably top five episodes. And if so you far. look at those, like they they really know how to do holidays. <laughs> you know, like the Thanksgiving specifically, but yeah. also Christmas holiday in general. There'll be more holiday, really fun episodes. We haven't done any calls to action so far this episode, but I have one. Okay. What is your favorite? holiday episode of a tv show Mm, yes yes um i really like um the sopranos to save us all from satan's power which is where we keep getting the flashbacks to pussy who was by then dead spoilers um playing santa claus at the like the neighborhood yeah thing that the gangsters throw uh but that also has um Jackie Jr. showing up on Christmas morning and yeah. uh, to see to see Meadow. Uh, I like that episode a lot. I also like. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is probably one of those things that's like try was probably seen as like progressive at the time, but probably hasn't aged well. But the Buffy Thanksgiving episode where there's like a Chumash warrior, like the spirit mm-hmm. of a Chumash warrior, mm-hmm. is like killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Xander gets like mystical syphilis, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, that's one that probably is like, Ooh, like, you know, good job on the effort there, but it probably resorted to more stereotypes than it like upended. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Um, yeah. Sopranos always did good ones. I wish that there were more Hanukkah episodes. Yeah, what shows have done Hanukkah episodes? Well, um, friends, other than Transparent, Friends will like address okay. it a little bit. Um, but yeah, Transparent did. Yeah. Um, but uh, Halloween by far, like Treehouse of Horrors, oh, have okay. always been my favorite okay. episodes of The Simpsons. Um, but I love, I loved Roseanne. That's Halloween. what I was gonna say. Roseanne yeah. did Halloween so well. Yeah. I love. I mean, I like. I think now enough time has passed that I can like put up my sort of like suspension of like yeah. the real world and, and, and enjoy old Roseanne's. I haven't yeah. watched them since like she called a yeah. black woman. Anyway, I don't want to say all these things. Yeah. Um, but uh, I might go back and watch some early. They're really uh, good. I mean, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing. Um, some um oh i have a good one okay a great one what um the my so-called life christmas episode oh with uh juliana, juliana hatfield, hatfield. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah i just got chills thinking about it <laughs> friends and mothers do yourself a favor seek that episode out oh and this is when i was actually just talking about um with our friend uh scott the um the west wing uh thanksgiving episode where president bartlett wants to make the turkey and he believes that you can put the because he's doing stuffing oh. with andouille sausage and he says you can cook the stuffing you can put the sausage in raw and cook it and everyone's telling him like no you have to cook the sausage first before which is true we have to cook the sausage before you put it in 
inside the bird. Uh, and there's a really funny scene where President Bartlett calls the, the butterball, butterball hotline yeah. and pretends to be just a regular Joe. Yeah. And um, I think I can't remember if she's credited or not, if this is like a real trivia uh, or not. But um, the butterball hotline woman is on a gas tire. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But um, I can't remember if she's credited. The episode of My So-Called Life that um, people should watch is called So-Called Angels. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want to cry just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then they also did, I mean, West Wing also did like a very heavy uh, Christmas one that had to do with uh, Adam Adam Arkin played a therapist that Joshua was that, that Josh oh, was seeing because yeah. he was dealing with his guilt about how when he was like a toddler, his older sister was babysitting him and died in a house fire. But like he survived. That's a heavy episode. Yeah. But it's called like the first Noel or something. But then, oh, yeah. What's the other? Um, uh, there are so many good West Wing ones because there's also the Christmas one where um, a homeless veteran dies wearing a coat. And he's that on used the steps. Be, it used to be Toby's. Yes. I don't remember the steps, but he found finds him on the steps. I think. Um, no, he he's found he's dead at the beginning of the episode. Oh. The, the The idea is the the cops call Toby because a a, a homeless veteran died with Where a coat that had Toby Toby's card in, and he yeah. said, "Oh, I donated that card that coat to Goodwill. I must have left some cards in there." And then Toby goes around, like, finds the guy's brother who's also homeless and then arranges to have, like, a proper military funeral with a 21-gun salute and everything for this homeless veteran. Um, that's from what I learned from, like, now I want to cry. Uh, but what yeah. I learned from listening to West Wing DVD commentaries is that's one of the most popular West Wing episodes ever, and they reran it all the time. Okay. As we're talking about this, what a great podcast idea. Of just watching holiday, holiday episodes, episodes. Yeah. and it could be like a like request, like people can send yeah. in their recommendations. Yeah. So even shows that we haven't seen, yeah, there's got to be a bunch. It could yeah. be called. <laughs> All right, that'd be so um, cool if I came up with one. Uh, you can attest that I did not look this up. Um, it's uh, in Excelsis Deo is the name of the. Okay. Uh, West Wing episode with okay. Toby. Uh, so yeah, friends and mothers, yeah. let us know your favorite holiday episodes. Let us know what our podcast should be called were we to do a podcast where we watch holiday episodes. Yeah. It probably exists, by the way. Based on recommendations from that, our... That podcast probably does exist. Um, but, uh, all right. Um, yeah, let's catch up on our correspondence. Mm. Um, and it's we only got two, and they're both from our old friends. So first, Steph says, a healthy smear of garden vegetable Philadelphia cream cheese on my bagel. Uh, We also mentioned the movie Sword of Trust because we were talking about Dan Bacadal. You haven't seen Sword of Trust. And Mark Maron. Uh, Yeah, but uh, Steph wanted us to point out that Sword of Trust was filmed in Birmingham, Alabama, which is where Steph Mm -hmm. resides. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. She says, my husband's mother didn't work outside the home. Therefore, he only used a towel once okay so he's saying his mom did laundry for him so he only used a towel once and then it was washed for him by his mother is that what i'm yes hearing wow okay um it seems like it would be easier to just well yeah i guess if you have a lot of towels she just replaces it every day and puts it in yeah i mean that's probably i like it's weird like my 
my parents mostly raised us to be like self-sufficient but laundry was one thing that they were like my mom was like i'm doing this like i don't think she trusted us to use the washing oh. machine um and so we had a we had a laundry chute which makes us sound like like rich kids we were up on the second Fancy. floor and oh, yeah we duh. would just like throw laundry down the laundry chute and then like a few days later it would show up like clean folded in your drawers uh i think we were supposed to put it away but she would fold it for us wow. and then she bring it to it. us and then we would oh have to God. put it away i don't think my mom has ever or my dad has ever washed my clothes ever i think i was doing laundry from birth early yes yes <laughs> So like even like your onesies, yes. And then Steph says that her mom worked uh, out of the house, um, and therefore she used her towels multiple times before washing them. Yeah, I've settled into a pretty good. Like I said, I have two towels that I go back and forth with, and I wash them both a couple times a week. Yeah, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. Um, definitely, I'm more like on top of that now since. We moved into a place that we have a washer and dryer yeah. in our unit that we don't have to put quarters in. We don't have to go outside. Yeah. I definitely like... It sometimes works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but I mean, some we were renting and I had to go like downstairs and out around the back of the building to go... We needed quarters. Needed yeah. quarters. Yeah. Uh, maybe I was washing a little less just because it was such a hassle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also like you have to get dressed to do laundry. That like defeats the purpose Yeah, that of sucks. It. Yeah. yeah. Now I don't have to do that. Because you um, see neighbors all the time. But yeah, I mean... A lot of people are still renters and still have to do that. And yeah. I, uh, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of fine. better things about renting, too. So we. Um, and then Jackson says that they have eaten at a restaurant on Thanksgiving multiple times, most recently at a Universal Orlando hotel. Uh, this year they're with uh, family and making mac and cheese. And they say that theirs is the best. Ooh. My mac and cheese is pretty good. Yeah, prove it, Jackson. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I made the mac and cheese this year for your sisters and then we were there the next day and i reheated it and i really like it really hit home that my mac and cheese is good but it is much better the second day i wish i had it the second day it's much better when it's been when it's reheated i it, it's always been like that oh well, yeah i so we had a big huge feast i cooked two vegan roasts and you cooked mac and cheese mm -hmm. we left my sister's house without getting any leftovers like it slipped my mind my sister overlooked it. We all, so we don't have any leftovers, which is the best part of Thanksgiving. And I'm devastated. Live it. Live it. I can't, we can't, we can't make our own moist makers. No. We got to go to Island 32. Yeah. Or Pineapple Hill. <laughs> or Pineapple Hill. Uh, so yeah, that's very sad. I yeah. will regret it for almost a year. Well, uh, let's move on then to my favorite segment to, to introduce. It's a segment called, How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening on the world on happening the world. in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So, season six, episode nine of Friends, the one where Ross got high, aired on Thursday, November 25th, 1999, exactly 24 years ago, because we are recording this on November 25th. I know you're not hearing it until the 28th or 29th, or later, whenever you, you know, no rush, whenever you can get to it, uh, but we are recording it on the 25th. Excuse me. Uh, type. Which means we are recording it on... Inter the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women, which was established by the United Nations on this day in 1999, um, which uh, and it was November 25th was chosen to commemorate the November 25th, November 25th 1960 um, murder of three sisters 
uh, who were activists against um, the Trujillo dictatorship in the Dominican Republic. But uh, it still consists. It still continues to this day. Um, it. Uh, uh, it has a theme every year, um, but they're all kind of very vague. So um, 2023's theme is Unite, Invest to Prevent Violence Against Women and Girls. Hashtag no excuse. They all start with Unite. Last year last year it was Unite, Activism to End Violence Against Women and Girls. So there's all, it's all the same, but they have yeah. a different title every yeah. year. Uh, but yeah, it's good that the UN established that. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I guess... There's also something like you're supposed to wear orange or something. I don't think this is very much recognized in the U.S., but uh, we should start wearing orange on November 25th. I mean, we'll look like the the gals in this episode. Yeah. Maybe they were celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my wow. God. The day that it aired, or the day that it was established, yeah. it aired. They got four, the caution department maybe got four. It, it is interesting because yeah. only, only they were wearing all yeah. orange. Yeah. Top five songs in the U.S. on this day. We had at number five, Jessica Simpson, I Want to Love You Forever. Um, at number four, Lou Bega's, bah, bah, a little bit of Judy Geller in my life, a little bit of Christina Pickles in my Anyway, um, at number three, Mark Anthony, I Need to Know. At number two, Brian McKnight, Back at One. And at number one, Santana Smooth. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother, Season 6, Episode 9, Glitter, aired on Monday, November 15th, 2010. Um, and I had something really interesting for this, and I have already forgotten what it is. Uh, oh, okay. Scientists in Prague exhumed the body of 16th century astronomer Tycho Brahe. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. To... Once and for all, solve the mystery of whether or not he was murdered. Um, so I looked up this whole story while I was walking down through the park. I was reading Tycho Brahe's whole Wikipedia. Uh, so yeah, he was a um, an astronomer. Uh, but when there was a change in kings in uh, whatever that would have been uh, at the time, Prussia maybe I'm not sure. Um, uh, he was very much out of favor with the next king and was accused of heresy and was exiled and then, yeah, died very suddenly, fell ill and died very suddenly in Prague in uh, like in 1601 or 1603 or something right at the beginning of the 17th century. And uh, it was long thought that the king or someone in the king's uh, favor um, poisoned him and and killed him uh mercury poisoning was the most likely uh culprit but uh scientists dug him up in 2010 and they said nope there's not enough mercury or any or, or any other poison present to have killed him he just got sick and died which happened to people in <laughs> the early 17th century sometimes i guess um very quickly so uh but that's the story of tycho brahe um, apparently on the television program, The Expanse, which you have not, you and I have not watched, but we did go to a party at Comic-Con one year for The Expanse. Um, uh, the space station is called Tycho Station and it's named after Tycho, uh, Brahe. Okay. Uh, top five songs in the U.S. I love, I love learning stuff from there for this. I hope other people find it interesting. Natalie did not find that interesting, by the way. Yeah, she was reading. <laughs> she like picked up a book and was reading the entire time. Um... <laughs> 
It was a long time. I read a full chapter. Top five songs in the U.S. Wow, it was a quick stay at number one. Kesha's "We Are Who We Are" after premiering at number one last week is already down to number five. Hanging at number four, Rihanna's "Only Girl in the World." Great song. Number three, Bruno Mars' "Just the Way You Are." Number two, Farley's "Movement Like a G6." And then at number one, also Rihanna, "What's My Name." It's "What's My Name." So that's what how we were doing. Right? Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows uh, using only the episode titles to guide us. But first, let's see how we did uh, last week. We both sucked. I said Ross insists that he once tried pot, even when it's revealed that it was nothing more than oregano. I was wrong. Yeah. But I was right that it was in the past, uh, as I could tell from the syntax of the title uh you said ted has telltale glitter on him after a roll in the glittery hay yeah way off we were both way off uh i'm gonna look up next week's episodes but i'm gonna need you to vamp for a second advent calendars for cats (laughs) nantucket style cranberry pie petite peas red currant Foaming hand soap. Unexpected holiday cheese spread. What did you say? Unexpected holiday cheese spread. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly didn't see that coming. All right, season six, episode 10 of Friends is called The One with the Routine. The One with the Routine. I'm going to say that we're still in holiday mode. Okay. Thanksgiving? No. Christmas. Okay. I'm going to say this is a Christmas episode. Okay. Um, uh, okay, hold on. Hold on. So you I, think that the Thanksgiving episode would be followed immediately by the Christmas episode? Yeah, because then they're going to be on hiatus. If they're not on hiatus, I didn't even look at the air date, okay. which I feel like would be cheating. Okay. Okay. Because um, it's a good chance that this actually didn't air till January. But I'm going to say they did one more before going on holiday hiatus. They did the Christmas episode. And I'm going to say um, uh, let's see. Adult child of divorce, Rachel has fine-tuned a routine for keeping up the holiday cheer with both parents. So it's like the movie Four Christmases, which I never saw. Okay. Um, Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Uh, It's Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, and they're both childs of divorce, so they have to go to, like, four different Christmases. I never saw it. Um, Me neither. But uh, I want to say it's directed by the guy who did the documentary um, uh, King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters, which we love. Yeah. But I could be wrong about that. Yeah. Um, Anyway. So, yeah, Rachel basically has to keep both her parents happy. We're going to bring back... uh, uh, I can't remember who played... Who plays Rachel's mom? Um, 
but I know her dad is Ron. What's his name? I'm not. I'm not that's not any more helpful. Yeah. But uh, yeah, her dad was a voice on Archer for years and and uh, passed away only a few years ago. Um, um, her mom is not Patty Duke, but like um, Patty Labelle. No, <laughs> someone that like like Patty Duke, but not Patty Duke. Okay. Um, so yeah, she has to like bounce back and forth and and and. Um, and she has established a routine, but something throws off the routine, I'm guessing. Marlo Thomas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She's like a Patty Duke, right? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Your episode, season six, episode 10 of How I Met Your Mother, is called Blitzgiving. Ooh. Okay. So it's... Gonna be a Thanksgiving episode, obviously. But why is it called Blitzgiving? Blitzgiving. Is this something that I should know if my memory no. was better? Okay. No. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say there's going to be a Thanksgiving tradition involving uh, Barney's favorite pastime, laser tag. Oh, okay. Because I associate uh, Blitz with the gang. A war. Uh, <laughs> the gang. Let's see. Um, After feasting. Okay. okay. Post feast. Post. Barney challenges the gang to a post feast okay. duel. Okay. Hold see, on. I'm better at this than you are. Barney. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're not. no it's yeah. true. I'm you're not. better at the similarities than I am. That's what you're. That's that's where you shine. I think. That's where I shine. Where do I shine? I don't, do I? You do in every other way. <laughs> don't patronize me. Don't patronize my video store. Uh, <laughs> so B- Barney challenges the gang to a post-feast, not roast beast, that's Dr. Uh, Seuss, right? Yes. To a post-feast laser tag jewel. Okay. Um, that's it. We yeah. did it. Yeah, so wait, real quick. Um, friends and mothers, our calls to action are uh, favorite holiday episodes, and should we do a podcast about holiday episodes? Yeah. And what should it be called? Yeah. I gotta think of something. I'm thinking, like, I keep thinking of Holidays on Ice, but that's a David Sedaris book. Yeah, no. And then I'm thinking of Holidays in Cambodia. <laughs> Holiday in Cambodia, I'm thinking... Holiday in Episodia. <laughs> Holiday in Episodia. That's a good one. I don't know if that is a good one. I think it is. Um, I think we could do better, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, should it be like... It's giving uh, holidays. <laughs> it should be something like... Um, gifts. Like... I'm trying to find figure out a pithy way to like do installments like each episode is an installment like gifts and installments i don't know it's i can't find a pithy way to that okay we'll think on it yeah all right um well thanks for listening uh you can find this episode where you found it you already done that you've proved your metal there but uh don't no, tell the people that's that's not at least a call to action um but uh, you can also find a post for every episode of BattleshipRetention.com. You can leave a comment there. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You uh, can at me on Twitter like Jackson or Blue Sky like Steph at Davey Pretension. 
And uh, yeah, don't forget to check out my other podcast, Battleship Pretension, where I talk about movies. Natalie, where do you want people to track you down on the internet? I don't, obviously. But if you like this episode, they should rate, review, subscribe, tell their friends, tell their mothers. Um, give us five stars. And if you think we don't deserve five stars, tell us why we like to be criticized. And every time you open up your app of choice, you can just tap it. I did it right now. I just did it too. <laughs> Look at that. Um, until next time, we will be bow hunting for caribou. <laughs> 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 <laughs>